So hi, well the Good Noise Podcast. I'm Shane. I'm Glory. And we're here with Connor. I'm Sky. I'm Steven. Uh, and I'm Trevin. I'm Caleb, and we're in Hey I Love You. And we're asking them some questions today about their upcoming album, Psychokinetic Love Song. So congrats on that, by the way. How do you feel about the response to the announcement so far? It's been crazy. It's been really wild. Um, people have been loving the singles that we dropped so far. So it's been awesome. Love that. Awesome. Album's pretty sick. It's pretty good, yeah. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anything. All right. So is there any meaning behind the album name or cover art? uh not really uh, to either of them i just thought the album name sounded cool um thank you yeah (laughs) i I developed a concept around it um and the album art doesn't really have anything to do with that i was just like i got the same person who did internet breath uh their name is oda i was like hey can you like i had this idea where i wanted it to look like an nes cover kind of you know where they have like the game like little picture and it's mm-hmm. it's really stupid and i was like can you do something like that and they were like yeah here you go and then they sent over something and i was like this is amazing yeah, so, yeah. caleb was like let's put a hot can we get a a hot anime <laughs> bro that's gonna Please. be that is not the clicks. True. Bro, oh yeah clicks. Million streams yeah. first day. <laughs> That's not true. <laughs> All right, well. Reviews on Pitchfork and everything just because oh, of the yeah. hot anime just girl. Because. <laughs> just because of the anime boobies. Oh, of course, of course. It got me to click on the album. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, so can you tell us a little bit about your writing process for this album? Yeah. Um, so we didn't actually get the chance to write this album all in the same room. It was more just like I would go over to connor's and connor and i would write or i'd go over to trevin and steven and trevin and i would write or connor and sky and i would write and so we kind of just like like wrote the these songs you know like it was like different groups within the band um and then everyone else would like flesh out and add their parts uh yeah Is yeah that- we did it really fast too because we we did we had just like formed our band oh look you know because this was caleb's project to start out and then when we all joined in we were like all right let's write an album right now as fast <laughs> as humanly possible and that's yeah, exactly think, what we did <laughs> i think yeah. we wrote the album in two weeks yeah, yeah it was, uh, i think caleb in a previous interview described it as like uh sorry one second i got another call but caleb in another end described it as like um him and connor would write the songs and record the demos and upload them to a drive and then we get a with the rest of us would get a message being like learn these songs now or, uh, <laughs> oh my God. it yeah, was not that much. tyrannical maybe it was i don't know um so obviously caleb it went from a solo project for you to like a full band so what was kind of like that that change for you writing process wise mm-hmm. um i don't know it was at first i was like i don't know how i'm gonna do this because like i'm used to writing all these hey i love you songs by myself in my room um and then like i don't know i'm really glad that it happened like this way where now there's like five uh, four other people i can't count but four other people in on the and on the process because i think we came up with some really great songs that i would not have been able to do otherwise on my own so it's i don't know it's just really great and everyone's parts are amazing everyone is like this band is full of people that are like way more talented than i am it's crazy <laughs> this is a falsehood <laughs> no i'm just oh, kidding no. um I, if i can if i can chime in to that real quick uh like like caleb said uh it started out as his project and he put out the two eps by himself 
uh, beforehand. And then the, the live band was kind of put together after the fact. And just as I guess, like a spectator or a fan of the stuff that Caleb was doing, uh, I was actually kind of worried when we started putting the album together, because I was like, I, I guess I was just concerned that all of the the neat little um, quirks or like idiosyncrasies mm. about Caleb's music would kind of be lost and there would be too many cooks in the kitchen. Mm-hmm. But I think actually with the new album, we, we captured the spirit of the two EPs, but we're also kind of bringing it into new places. And I think we're able to sort of like augment or, or elevate the things that made the two EPs good instead of yeah. like it just getting messy so yeah. no i i definitely agree with you because like when i when i saw that it became a full band and you guys were putting an album on all this shows like that there, there's gonna be like there's five people in this band now like th- there's no way that the, <laughs> the the album is gonna be like this like sonically even close and it was like you guys did such a great job of like encapsulating the two eps but also just making them better and making a better product so thank you of course caleb (laughs) thank you i was really scared because i was like you know everything had been recorded on an iphone and i was like you know we like went to a studio to record the drums for this album and like you know actually took time to record it um and so i was like i hope people like it because it's like it's like sonically it sounds like i feel like it sounds way different than like the the first two eps but uh, people seem to like it so far so uh, yeah that's good sure good. yeah uh, so because you guys kind of cranked this album out in like what, two weeks were there any songs that like got discarded or was everything like put onto the album uh yeah actually believe it or not the we i think we had Connor, I think you might know better than I, but I think we had like three songs that got discarded, maybe. I don't know. I think that was, yeah, I think it was three songs. Yeah, they're they're uh they're lost media now. Oh <laughs> never will see the light of day. Yeah. yeah. You can only find them on the internet archive. Yeah, yeah you can only find them <laughs> on the deep on, web. Or in the music <laughs> section in the music section of Newgrounds. In the music section <laughs> of 4chan. Yeah. Oh my God. <laughs> you, know, you, could, uh, you could send them to, to me and I'll put them on the Good Noise Podcast YouTube channel. Yeah. <laughs> That'd be exclusives. <laughs> yeah, that would rock. I don't, oh my know, God. I don't know if we even recorded, we, I don't think we even recorded them like at all. I think we recorded like little demos, but. Yeah. I was going to ask if they were fully fleshed out, but you should answer my questions. So. Yeah. <laughs> nah. Perfect. Yeah. They're probably Maybe lost someday. in voice memos somewhere. So. Yeah, oh. yeah. 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 That makes sense. That's fair. Uh, so I want you five to tell us your favorite lyric or moment from this album and the meaning behind it. Oh, there's a lot of favorite moments, I think. Um, one of the coolest moments is like in like the last song that's a full band song, um, which is like, there was like this part, there was like this pause because there was this really intense part and there's this pause and we were like, what are we going to do in the pause? And we're like, let's do like an acapella type thing. That'll be fun and cute. Um, and then I think it was Trevin, we were all sitting at Connery and Sky's house and we were just hanging out and Trevin was like, wouldn't it be funny if like we got the choir from our old high school to like piece and record that. And we were like, ha, that would be funny. And they were like, wait, that actually be sick. And so mm-hmm. we like wrote it out and, um, we had our friend Walker from Toehead, um, translate it into Latin, which was super sick. And then we brought it to our old choir teacher and we're like, hey, can your kids perform this? And she was like, yeah. 
And so we went over and recorded it, and it was like crazy. It was so sick. That's sick. Amazing. Holy Did they shit. get to hear the final song? Uh, uh, no, yeah, we forgot to show up. Let's see when the album's out because we're rock stars, you know. They got exactly. to hear yeah. like, their recording of it, just not with the song. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. Connor and Sky, what are your favorite parts in the album? I would, I would probably say that that was my favorite part too, because I think it was us three that went and it was really cool for me. Cause I, I didn't, cause you and Connor directed it like up there, but I went in the choir and I sang and that was really cool. So I got to like sing with my little brother who was in the choir and I was Aww. like, yeah, this is awesome. That's sick. <laughs> yeah. It's adorable. So I think, um, I think my favorite part is actually from the same song, which is human, <laughs> but there's a, during the second verse, there's this like spoken word part that Caleb yes. wrote out and he didn't read it to me like beforehand. And so we, cause we recorded like um, his vocals, like in his room. Right. And so like, I was just sitting in his room and we were recording and we went to do this section and like, uh, it just hit me so personally. Like, so <laughs> because it's about like, like growing away from friends and like getting older and transitioning into kind of you know not seeing them every day and stuff and it was really cool because it was it's about like you know the friend group that we all kind of you know we're part of in high school and stuff and how that grew apart and it actually made me cry and made me cry <laughs> like when you yeah. first time I read it Whoa. I was like oh Caleb <laughs> I know Caleb tugging at the heartstrings <laughs> you guys are yes. so sweet. <laughs> no, it's true. So that's my. How about you, part. Steven? Um. Okay, my final answer. Um, mm -hmm. I'm not even kidding. There's a uh, a section right before uh, Trevin rips the nasty solo on Stress Headache. Um, mm. It's like right in between a crazy drum break and then the solo, and Caleb in this this little falsetto falsetto just goes guitar and <laughs> guitar like, like most of the yes. shows we play i'm not why are my lips so pink yo anyway <laughs> most of the shows that we play, i'm not uh i'm not mics i don't have like a vocal mic mm -hmm. but i i yell that line just guitar right before that it's song. always loud enough too because i always like i'm always like that didn't come out of my mouth what the hell and i'm always like what uh, about yeah. yours trevin um yeah i don't so there i guess there are gonna be two if that's okay that's fine um the not first okay. one the, the first caleb please the first <laughs> one i hope it's not i hope it doesn't sound too conceited but but there are a couple songs where uh i do feel like i uh, as like a good a guitar player i feel like for the last probably five or six years I've basically been stuck playing like the same three or four licks and in, in every song that I am a part of mm -hmm. um but there are a couple songs throughout the album where I, I play like solos which has never really been what I've done as a guitar player before and I think that I was the situation I was put in I was able to push myself a little bit more creatively and come up with stuff that I thought was was cool and satisfying and unique so that's my like selfish answer to that as I like my guitar solos on it I guess uh I guess uh lyrically slash vocally um as the track list the track list has been released right Caleb yes yeah yeah okay yeah so the 
I want to say is is glass. So there's a song on the album called Glass House, and the I guess what you would call the first verse of that song. Um, I don't necessarily want to to spoil the lyrics, but uh, I just the, the first lyrics to that first verse I thought were really um, I guess like pointed and focused and relatable, um, but also they were those things but they were are also delivered in like a really memorable and sugary and poppy melody that I really like so and I th- so I think that that verse might be my favorite part on the album so those Uh-oh. are my answers hell yeah Good yeah that was everyone. that was the verse that we put into a vocoder too so that was awesome that's sick mm. Good answers, yeah everyone. it yeah good job everybody hell yeah <laughs> uh, so how'd the track list for the album come about did you guys write the opener be the opener closer be it closer just shuffle around see what fits what was that process like yeah it was i think it was very intentional uh for me anyways like i remember i came up with the name and i was like i'm gonna come up with this like little loose like cute little sci-fi concept and so i had like the track list and it was funny because like we had only written like two songs up to this point so i had those two songs placed and then just like eight blanks. And I was like, all right, so these two songs go here and we have to write like eight songs around these two songs. Um, so it was, it was, I think I had like the idea for the track list before we had like, even like, we were just like, let's make an album. Like we were just making songs. And I was like, here's here's, here's like, we have to, now we have to make this song. And now we have to make this song. Yeah, it was, it was very intentional. I'm glad that you said that it was intentional because usually when we ask this question, bands are like, absolutely the fuck not. We shuffled it around and that, that's what it <laughs> yeah, was. Like, why exactly, are you even asking yeah. us that question? So I appreciate you being like, we actually wrote these songs to fit into a certain spot on the album. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, yeah, it was super rad. Um, for Internet Breath and the EP before that, I was just like, whatever, I'll shit out, whatever. And just, nah. but this this time I was like, I was like, mm, yeah, so I'm going to think about this. Nice. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Perfect. All right. Uh, so would you be able to tell us where Headspace was at while you're creating this record? Uh, yeah. Um, so the, the record, like, I'll, I'll, like, I keep bringing I keep bringing up the concept. I'm not like that proud of it. I swear. I just think it's kind of a little bit cool. But yeah, um, it's cool. But you the concept brag. is. Sorry, please continue. Exactly. Yeah. The concept is like an allegory. For like mental health because I was like around the time of writing the songs in this album I was going through like a horrible phase of like dissociation and like anxiety around that because I've never I had never experienced that in my entire life up until this point and it was getting so bad that I would like wake up and like lay in the fetal position of my floor and just like cry for like 10 minutes because I was like I have no idea what's happening I don't know if I'm like going insane I don't know how to cope with it and so like a lot of the record is um it's put into this weird sci-fi lens because it helped me write about it more comfortably. But it's it's a lot of it's just about like overcoming that, and it's a very optimistic record. Um, there are a lot of points where I'm like, I say something about how it's bad right now, but it's gonna be better. You know, I just have to really you know get through all the garbage. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and so it was it it a lot of the songs on it are just you know hopeful for the future and about like. You know, I am struggling with this, but I won't always be struggling, and that makes it just a little bit easier. Oh, yeah, like you're that. feeling better now. Yeah, no, I'm feeling lots better now. I think okay, that really helped. 
yeah, yeah good no I'm- I feel that because like when we were writing this like yeah me too because I like <laughs> I was also just in like a a fairly negative headspace you know just anxious mm-hmm. kind of depressed and it's like we would just get together and just write for like a whole day mm-hmm. and it's like nothing else would matter we would just focus on that and it was kind of like an escape you know to kind of just give us time to like hang out with you know the people we love and like do what we love which is you know make music with each other and stuff yeah, yeah it was awesome i love yeah. that that's good it was, to... uh, yeah it was uh it was a it was a good a cathartic outlet i think um mm-hmm. it would I mean the songs were written like pretty naturally like uh i mean we'd have like frames that were written by like any two people in a group and then we would fill it out but we'd fill it out like playing as a band just in the same room just hashing it out and yeah every single sat i mean we did practice on saturday like that's how it was and it was just like something to look forward to through the whole week yeah and just to put love and care and time into just a, a good way to finish off the week and start it over so yeah it was very therapeutic the whole thing for all of us i think sounds like it yeah for me um i think that like i've always dealt with like depression and anxiety and stuff and so i've always used piano as an outlet for that like for my entire life and then when like writing this um album and stuff like I just connected so deeply with all like Caleb's lyrics and everything like that, because it's some, it's like, I struggle with a lot of the same things that he struggles with, you know? And so it's like, I could divulge myself into that and like write really intensely into it because I related so much to it. And I, I think that's also why I always mix this together too, you know, cause we're all, we're all kind of like that, you know? And so we yeah. like help each other out, but with that. Sure. Trevin, anything you would like to add? Yeah, sorry. I'm just listening to everybody. There are so there are so many people. Um, Yeah, Uh, I think just the only thing that I wanted to add to that was, I think with the the first two EPs, uh, I've heard those described or or written about as as sounding like they're written by someone who is terminally online. (laughs) <laughs> and that kind of that that kind of comes. I think I think that's that's pretty on display. Um, if you look at the lyrics, um, and I think I think that while while that kind of aesthetic is not necessarily abandoned with the album, I do think the the as as far as like what the songs are about, Caleb has moved on from that a little bit. Um, and he is singing and writing about, uh, oh my gosh, I don't know if you guys can hear that. There's like banging and crashing going on above me. But anyway, <laughs> Caleb, <laughs> Caleb, uh, I think is is singing about uh, things a little bit more, I don't know, like, like personally or maybe like nostalgically. And he, he sings about like where he came from and where he grew up and how those things influence how he feels now and it 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 seems like he sings less about actually being being online and more about the consequences and and long-term effects of being terminally online Mm. so oh you guys are also nice. <laughs> in a bad in a bad way. <laughs> <laughs> okay, JK, JK. 
so how do you guys recommend your fans to listen to this album for the first time? Should they do it in the car with friends, in the dark with headphones on? Is it a workout album, a party album? What do you guys personally recommend? I think it's a murder album. <laughs> there you go. Awkward. Now we're talking. Yeah, song, we're yeah, songs, songs to be murdered by part two. Listen to this directly. Um, in order in order to understand the context, you got to listen to Eminem's entire discography. <laughs> oh, yeah, of course. Of course. Um, uh, no, I just think I think this is a, this is a very fun record. And so, and, and, you know, whenever you're having fun, put on the record. And hopefully it'll let you have fun. I don't know, dude. That was a really stupid answer, but yeah, no stupid answers here. <laughs> like, don't worry about good. it. You're good. <laughs> you know, I I like the the sit in the car with like the friends. That one just seems perfect because that just kind of that's like what we are too, you know. So it's like it's nice. It's just I think mm-hmm. that's a good way to. And I like I, doing yeah. that when I listen to albums, anyways, too, right. like for the first time too. I would definitely listen to it from start to finish too. Mm-hmm. Yes, because like one hundred percent. We kind of did like a well. I, and what I mean is like not like starting in the middle or something because it kind of flows like a like a story somewhat. Mm-hmm. And so like yeah. if you do listen, the beginning is a beginning and the end is an end. You know, like that yes. was intentional. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, it like uh, you definitely stand to get more out of it if you listen to it front to back. But every every single song like stands out on its own merit too. I mean, yeah, the, the mm-hmm. beginning is getting the ends the end but they're also just i mean you put it on shuffle with friends in a car and i mean you're gonna have a great time if i did the intro the outro <laughs> song, like, one of the songs so yeah mm-hmm. everybody went word up yeah yeah, yeah I think all right good. cool i'm just making sure i'm just just making sure all right. Uh, so this one should be super, super quick. Off the top of your heads, I want you to describe this album for new listeners in three words. No more, no less. Three words each person. Uh, Steven, you go first. Oh, uh, why you got to do me like that? Uh, I wouldn't be passing this question off to other people because, like, we're not going to let you just repeat the same three words five times. Mm-hmm. So whoever goes first gets the mo- pick at the most words. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, it's a fight to the death on this one. <laughs> I would, uh, I'd call it, uh, I'd call it neon. I'd mm. call it uh, positive. I mean, it, this is a band that uh, it's not like a, it's not like a deathcore band called stomping babies' heads with my giant boots or something I like that. that. Would... Yeah, <laughs> you would. You would. <laughs> it's hey, I love you. So, like I can go and I can tell somebody about this band I'm playing in, and it's like I'm promoting something uh, positive. Mm-hmm. Um, so neon positive, I just call it positive all the way around. Um, and then rock, I'd use oh, rock God. to describe. <laughs> there you hell, go. Hell, hell yeah, yeah brother. <laughs> rock. rock on man. 100% uncut rock. No there you songwriters. Go. No <laughs> trap beats. <laughs> That, uh, that your three words? Yeah, Kevin? I was gonna say one hundred percent uncut rock. Nice. No, that, I would love that. that. Yeah, we'll go with that, dude. All right. Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Ooh, Connor Sky, you're next. <laughs> okay, we'll say happy, unpredictable. Mm. 
Mm, and strange but in like the best way you know <laughs> like <That's good>. but- <laughs> yeah oh, man coming up with three different words after we've already had these it's gonna be tough no but the first one <laughs> i would say nostalgic oh, it, makes, it, it makes me yeah. feel very nostalgic mm-hmm. and hopeful and gosh the third one's always the hardest isn't it mm-hmm. um <laughs> hopeful nostalgic I can't repeat any words. You can't repeat the same three. Music. Oh. (laughs) Music. Oh, just the just the music in general or the album? No, the album. album. That's what I thought. Okay. Mm -hmm. So yeah, nostalgic, hopeful, and bright. There we go. That's good. Caleb, you made this question nice and hard for yourself. Yeah, I would say Green Day hate because I oh, hate Caleb, Green what Day. What the fuck? <gasps> How do you hate Green Day? That's a lie, dude. What? Caleb told me the other day he loves Green Day. That's oh. not true. All right, well, I've got the receipts. And Bro, this you, album you gotta post those is... on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, this album is our dis- liking Green Day. <laughs> this album is our Green Day diss album. Yeah, it's our Green Day diss album. <laughs> Edit this part. <laughs> Absolutely not. Everything's going in, man. Exactly. (laughs) Um, That's the rip ripped in this band. There's those for Green Day and there's those against. Oh my god. Uh so what band or artist influence do you think you can hear the most on this album, if any? Did the Green Day influence make it in? (laughs) Well, I hope not. I don't know, maybe. Um uh probably uh from the one album that Trevin referenced. Just that one, nothing else. Which which one was that? Eminem's the entire they, discography. Oh, songs to be murdered oh, yeah. by Eminem. Yeah. You know yeah, my that favorite. One. I could definitely album. hear that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure you can. Mm-hmm. Um, but I was listening to a lot of uh Ni Cry Talkie, I think you pronounce it. And that's like a Japanese rock band. Um, and they are they're like really huge uh where they are. Yeah. Anyone else? Yeah. Yeah. I guess like I think for my drum parts, um, I think they tend to be more kind of like styled after like a sort of like you know kind of like an '80s '90s sort of like hard hitting style. I feel like we went like um, with a lot of that. So like because we have stress headache, the new single we just dropped, and that one draws like heavily from like kind of like '80s style stuff. Because, you know, 80s is always going to be my love. I love the 80s very much. And I don't know. Yeah, it's just, you know, like it was really fun to just draw from all these different bands. You know, what would you say? For me, it's hard because, I don't know, besides classical stuff for piano wise, you know. Yeah. So, I mean, I guess I listen to like a lot of fish um and they have like a lot of like live videos and stuff that i listen to where they have like literally just like 10 minute like piano solos and so like i definitely like reciprocate that a lot when i write and stuff like kind of the ideas like stuff like that perfect I love that. I forgot Fish was a band for a second. And I was like, I was like, you listen to Fish? How could you forget You're Fish like, is a you band? Listen to I talk swim about around? Them all the time. Was, that's true. That's true. What about you, Steven and Trevin? What do you guys um, think? I think because as a bassist, you have to just go where the guitarists are going. Like one of them <laughs> kicks on a fuzz pedal. You have to kick on a fuzz pedal. 
that sort of thing. So <laughs> with all the uh, even like mid song, just genre divergements, I guess, where we go into something totally different. There were like a lot of different bass styles that had to be incorporated. I mean, intrusive thoughts goes from pretty just uh, straightforward root note stuff and then uh, into like walking jazz style bass lines and then from there straight into like thrash where I'm bass more like a guitar because I don't I don't know like what what smooth funky bass line I could squeeze into that but yeah. um, <laughs> I think uh, I was also listening to uh, Crack Up by Fleet Foxes was my, one of my favorite albums of all time and the arrangements on the songs on that album are just uh, they're just so complex with uh just the chord voicings and the layers and it's such a dense album but the bass is still made clear and audible and they're just sort of uh walking up and it's it's hard to describe the bass sort of just fits into the uh the rest of the mix and yeah it climbs the chords like a ladder almost drops back down it just works its way in and yeah. a band with four other people and they're playing all this crazy shit. I had to sort of right <laughs> some of that being able to uh, pick out a path through the music in the baseline. So, sure. about you, Trevin? Um, I'm gonna go with. I guess if I gotta choose one, I'll go with uh, "Say Anything." And specifically, uh, their album is A Real Boy. Um, I think just because when I first started playing Hey, I Love You stuff with Caleb, we were talking a lot about Say Anything. And then I think when it came time for me to write my guitar lines, I was thinking a lot about the, the kind of lines and chords that uh, Max Bemis used on that album so mm -hmm. that's what I'm gonna go with is say anything perfect um, I, I can hear that I can totally hear that definitely yeah all good influences uh, Ooh, so, thank you of course uh, so what is your favorite memory that you made while creating this album oh oh well uh that's a good that's a good question um it's crazy because like I listened to like a lot, like a lot of you guys' episodes that they put that you guys put out. I used to like binge listen to them all the time. Thank um, you, appreciate it. Yeah, I'm sorry yeah. about that. By the um, way, so you, no, no, no. Sorry, and also thank you. <laughs> so like, you'd think I'd be prepared for like whenever you guys ask questions. Whenever you guys ask questions, I'm always like, oh, I've never heard that before. Even though I hear it like every day, and you guys, but um, um, what was I gonna say? Um, probably going down and recording drums because we drove down to Butte, which is like I think like two or three hours away from where we are in Billings, Montana. Um, so we drove down to our friend Phil's uh, studio that he has, and we've worked with him uh, in different bands before. And he's just really, he's just a really great dude. And he has a really cute dog. And it was really great just being able to go up to his studio and just hang out with each other and just do work on this music and just like slowly, like watch, watch this album take its first steps. It was really awesome. That's sick. Oh. Mm -hmm. That's a good memory. Yeah. Word. Word. I, I feel like I feel like mine also has to be going down to do drums, but probably for like a little bit of a different like it's reason. Because you're, the, got, drummer. Um, it's you're <laughs> the one in there. That's what yeah. you might think. But no, like um, yeah, because we, we like 
we recorded all the drums before like most of the stuff was like finished and like written and stuff and so like it was like super early in the process and like i went up like early with like half the band members and we just like recorded all the drums and it took forever like it took so long and i was so tired by the end and then but then right after we finished drums everyone else showed up and we were doing our live session mm. also with phil on the same day and then like all oh, some things went wrong with it and we had to do it a couple of times oh, <laughs> Lord, day, so much music for like eight hours oh, I'm like, yeah. i was so sweaty oh my god no, but I think, yeah, that's got to be one of my favorite memories because we just had, yeah, we just went so hard. We just did so many things and it was, it was a really good time. Yeah, by the end of that day, we were, we were sweaty, tired, angry. Um, <laughs> Band remember, almost broke up. Yeah, we almost, uh, we almost broke up, but we ran that set <laughs> in that studio like probably six or seven times. And uh, yeah, it was like nuts. I don't remember what it was exactly, but Caleb, before we started, he had like this speech that he had planned out that he was going to give like ahead of the songs. Mm -hmm. And uh, he did that speech, uh, a few of the first takes. And then the final take, the one that actually made it to the video, he was like, we're, hey, I love you. Let's play some rock and roll. Took everything in Caleb to not be like, we're hey, I love you and fuck this shit. Let's play some songs. <laughs> like, fuck it. We've been here for eight hours. I don't care. <laughs> oh, that's so funny. Personally, what I think, uh, I think what influenced the songs the most from like a performance standpoint on the album was just being able to workshop these songs live. I mean, as we were writing these songs, we were playing them to people uh, just at local shows, yeah. just run. And I mean, um, we would tweak them after every show. I mean, there we'd find stuff that we could do better. And I think just having those songs practiced and played live and just so tight as a band, just uh, it probably influenced the way the record came together in uh, one of the biggest ways, I think. And there are a lot of good stories and a lot of uh, a lot of feelings that are not like outright uh, spoken on the album, but I, I'm pretty sure they've made made it on there just in spirit, just just with the things that we've experienced, just uh, playing shows and being on the road and um, just hammering them out and getting them down. Definitely. Word up. Yeah. And anybody else want to share anything? <laughs> uh. Yeah, mine, I have to disagree with Connor and Caleb because the best part about making the album was obviously recording guitars in my garage. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> just kidding. No, that's just my, that, that was my personal favorite was doing that um, just because it's funny because Caleb and Connor and I play in another band and we've talked about it in reference to that band as well when we have when we recorded our album like two years ago um recording drums was super easy and bass went really quick and vocals were like a huge pain but recording guitars was a lot of fun because you just you got to plug in a bunch of pedals and try out a bunch of guitars and stuff and when stuff sounds good it's really satisfying and so for me that was my favorite part was just hanging out in my garage and eating pizza and for some like solo stuff or some 
cool lines. I didn't have them all figured out. And we'd be like, let's try this. And we'd, I just throw something out there and maybe it would work out or maybe it wouldn't, but it was a lot of fun. And we recorded from uh, some like six in the evening or so until like one. Wow. And then we slept and then we woke up in the morning and kept going with it. We woke up like five in the morning and like just kept going. It was crazy. (laughs) Wowie. Yeah, that was fun. What about you, Sky? My favorite part of the writing process. um, Or recording. Or recording. Uh, One thing I really did enjoy, um, (laughs) again, brother, uh, he got to do, he did the trombone for some of the songs. Mm -hmm. And um, so that was like really neat for me. Uh, like having my brother be in it and then like there's one part in one of the songs where it's like kind of like a piano solo and then like it's the trombone and it's like just those two instruments so like every time I hear it I'm like oh yo it's me and Jack and it just makes me really happy that's sick shout out Jack yeah Yeah, dude Jack is an incredible trombone player it's crazy because he he's a senior in high school right now no a junior a junior yeah yeah, junior in high school. And he, I remember he came over um, to Trevin's garage where we had the mics all set up. And I was like, hey, can you play this? And he was like, like this. And then he would play it like perfectly. And I was like, what the hell? Like, I think he took like two <laughs> takes, two takes max for wow. the songs that he played on. It was crazy. That's so sad. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That dude is crazy talented. <laughs> uh, so picture this. You're on tour. You're at a gas station for a rest stop. What is your snack of choice? Ooh. I know what you're Ooh, oh my god! Oh my god! Twizzler nibs, Twizzler nibs, a hundred. <laughs> and there's a very big difference between Twizzler nibs and Twizzler bites. Twizzler nibs okay. are the oh yeah, ones, nibs like, are way better. Ones, yes, and then the bites have like the little like curl, like the three thing. I don't like those. They have holes. The Twizzler in that. nibs are the best. Okay, all right. Okay. Take your word for it. I love that. I love that. Yeah, sorry. Very passionate about that. Oh, I get I it. Tell. I get it. <laughs> I'll, I'll usually get like the, the, um, I'm going to burp. Hold on. This is very unprofessional. No, we're good. It's okay. gone. Um, oh, okay. I, I was get, hoping like, for a Caleb burp. <laughs> Do my burps aren't really that great. Uh, Sky's burps, however, are amazing. Um, Sky, you want to, you want to give us one at some point? Caleb, what the yeah. I can burp on command at any time. So whatever oh. you want. All right, cool. <laughs> Let's do it right now never. then. <laughs> yeah. Give us the, all right, do the pleasure. All right. That was impressive. That oh, you're still good. going. That was pretty good. <laughs> oh my oh, yeah. god! I can burp to ABCs. I can burp however much. Yeah. It'll just give me a while. <laughs> I should have gave you a burp solo on the album. That would have been so cool. <laughs> yeah. I had to do that at the audition for Shrek, Caleb. They were like, "You can burp oh, on yeah. for Fiona burp," and I was like, "Oh, great. <laughs> oh my god!" That was awesome. Um. Yeah, I usually get just like the packs of York peppermint patties, oh, just because I love. I love those things so freaking good. Mm-hmm. You got what? You got Krabby Patties? Nope, that's not what I said. Oh, I said I just heard York Peppermint Patty. Oh, I thought you were <laughs> it was like about, patties. I thought you were talking about like the candy Krabby Patties. Oh, the gummy ones? Yeah, those are pretty good. Oh. Those oh. are pretty good. I had a bad experience with them when I was little. What happened? Really? Oh, Can we no. unpack this trauma right now? I didn't know. <laughs> no, another time. <laughs> another time. <laughs> <laughs> all right tour um, snacks guys yeah <laughs> tour snacks 
<laughs> I think I always... you go, Connor. You go ahead. Oh my god. <laughs> no, you go. No, you hang up. We're too polite this in this game. <laughs> this is the equivalent of walking down a hallway in the opposite direction to someone, and then you go. <laughs> I love Nutter Butters. Those are my mm-hmm. absolute favorite. Holy shit. Do I love Nutter Butters? <laughs> <laughs> I love that. Perfect. Someone cut him off um, before he keeps going on about Nutter Butters, please. I really I really like uh I really I always buy Haribo twin snakes. Mm. Oh right. uh, yes you, you do. <laughs> Caleb, come on. <laughs> <laughs> have mercy <laughs> please right. what about you steven uh i'm going into a, a gas station i'm buying three 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 things it's definitely going to be a uh a liberal helping of twinkies it's going to be liberal okay going to be some uh some twinkies some mm-hmm. three musketeers mm-hmm. uh and a, a <laughs> no i'm just kidding i'm playing <laughs> a what a marble red i eat sick. them <laughs> nom 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 <laughs> i forgot what my yeah i was like do you, what's your what's your actual third answer yeah yeah <laughs> yeah i was like wait you didn't <laughs> We got the Twinkies. Uh, we'll probably go with uh, maybe a pepperoni stick. Oh, it might be the Bold. most. Yeah, Steven's got class. That is the strangest <laughs> combo I've ever heard. Twinkies yeah. and a slice of salami. And hey, you're covering like all the food groups. Yeah, you're <laughs> exactly. all the food groups. Exactly, exactly. It's all in that pyramid, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> Checking all so- the boxes. Uh, on the topic of food, if the band was a dish, what dish would the band be? Jungle mm. juice. <laughs> jungle juice. Oh God! That's fucked up. What? No. What is jungle juice? That's that's also a drink. Oh, of not course, Trevin doesn't know what jungle yeah. juice is. <laughs> it's also a drink, not a food. Uh, Trevin, jungle juice is basically like a bunch of alcohol and just like drugs and whatever, just thrown into a bowl, and then mm-hmm. people just drink out of it at parties. What the heck, drugs? <laughs> <laughs> um, what the fuck are those? <laughs> Um, yeah, I'd probably we... say just like a, a pizza that you share with your friends. I knew you yeah. would say that, dude. Really? After Caleb loves pop punk too much. No, 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 no. I hate Green Day. I hate Green Day. I wish I could. I wish I could become a pizza. That's how much I love some 41. Oh my god. We <laughs> got uh, that Batman calzone. Specifically that pizza. Yo. Oh, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I gotta go. I'm going with Steven on that one. The Batman okay. calzone. The little Steven's Batman calzone. Yeah. That thing is crazy, yo. It looks nasty, <laughs> but I tried it. It's so good. It's so good. Dude, I was gonna go buy one today. I was like, I was gonna go to Little Caesars and buy one. Like what, Little Caesars what stopped 20 you? miles. I don't think they have it anymore. That's <gasps> I, I searched. That I searched so far and I don't think they have it. I'm Dude, sorry. Little Caesars used to have this like pretzel pizza. And it was like, it was literally just like a pizza 
with nacho cheese on it and like like just giant chunks of salt that, that you would put yeah, in a it salt pretzel. It disgusting. sounds nasty. No, it no, wasn't. it was so good. What are you talking? No, about? It, was it was so that good. That doesn't sound good. I could. It was. It was so good. Mwah. Best thing no, I've ever tasted. <laughs> I think uh, I think would be a slice of uh, pie hole pizza. Pie holes, this this. That's uh, literally pizza. what I said. I was like, after pie hole, there's enough pizza to definitely make us one big band of pizza. <laughs> and the the story behind pie hole when we we just played the Tree Fort Festival in uh, Boise, Idaho, and pie hole is the only restaurant that is open extremely late. It is a very small pizza joint, but they make the best pizza ever. And we ate there every single night. Every we single ate there night. every night. Yeah, literally awesome. for six days in a row, we ate there oh. every single night. <laughs> yeah, that's a lot it of was awesome. in a row that pizza. Wow. Yeah, it was sponsored by Pineapple. Yeah, we said we'd plug them. <laughs> yeah, we want to get we want to get yeah. sponsored by Pineapple. Yeah, we're, we're asking for an endorsement. Pineapple, if you're watching this, we want your money. <laughs> <laughs> we through forty five minutes of chaos. Want- Congratulations. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Um, so for the last couple of questions, we're going to shift completely away from music. So if you could be one animal for the rest of your life, what animal would you be and why? I'd be, I'd probably be some kind of, does it have to be like a real animal or can I make something up? It's, you can, I it's mean, 1050 okay, night, we don't give a fuck. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, I would probably be like some kind of like cat or squirrel, but I would have wings so I could fly because I've always wanted to fly. That just seems so cool. It's a good okay. answer. I'm pretty sure there's like a, a flying squirrel, but they like glide. Oh, so there is flying squirrels. You're that. right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they're more like yeah, they're more like gliding squirrels. Mm-hmm. Still pretty cool. Nothing to you know, nothing to scoff yeah, that's, at. That's pretty sick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Don't underestimate them gliding squirrels. Exactly. What about you, Connor? What about me? Oh my god, I don't even know. I would want to be some type of bird because, like Caleb said, flying would be sick, and I would do it all the time, and I would never (laughs) stop. Yeah, that's my answer was hummingbird. That's what I say my spirit animal is because I just fly around and sing all the time. That's what I want to do. And eat nectar. Yeah, and eat nectar. That's Mm -hmm. yeah. Wow, Mm -hmm. life goal. Life goal. Retirement. What are you, Steven? Um, so I play this game in a car full of people. So this uh, this answer was actually given to me, but it's uh, specifically the fox from Zootopia. I mean, in a car, oh, full okay. of, we played we played this game. <laughs> what is your spirit animal? And that was what I was told was the. The, the fox from Zootopia. So that's my answer to this question. Steven, Steven's just saying that because he's been spending a little bit too much time on DeviantArt. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're just, you're just saying that because he gets with the bunny, doesn't he? Yeah. <laughs> that's JK, JK. Oh, God. Uh, that's all right, Steven. Uh, no, that's pretty good. <laughs> I respect right, it. Yeah, I do. <laughs> What about, you, what about you, Trevin? I gotta go frog. Nice. Oh, you give me frog I, energy. I'm not sure why. Thanks. That's good. Be, uh, <laughs> can I tell you? The, I say frog because a lot of people in my family say I'm like a frog man. My sister always calls me a frog. So apparently, 
You're not the only one that gets frog energy. It's probably because I have green skin and catch bugs with my tongue. That would do it. In your free time. <laughs> all right. Um, good, good group of answers. All right. Um, so if you could have lunch with any celebrity or artist dead or alive who would it be and why oh wow that's a crazy good question thank I, you <laughs> you're welcome we wrote it um, ourselves <laughs> um <laughs> i 100 original question totally didn't steal it from someone um, i'm sure i got it from the the jay-z or a uh, million dollars question so. <laughs> but yeah sorry you know you. mine probably would be jay-z Really? Just kidding. Right, I don't know. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> no, it would be Billy not. Joe Armstrong from Green Day because you love Green Day so much. <laughs> oh yeah. I would, yeah, yeah. I would have I would have lunch with him, and then I'd be like, "Good day, sir," and I would give him like one of them slaps, you know, and then I'd walk away. That's that's <laughs> my said, answer. I'm locking out. Productive lunch. All right. I'd say Buenos Dias, Billy. <laughs> Buenos Dias, Billy Joe. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. What, what about you guys? I would definitely have lunch with Eddie Van Halen because he recently <laughs> passed away and he is my icon. He is so good. He's the reason why I play music. And he is now he is now passed away, which is really sad. So it is that would really be sad. that would be my choice. It's a good pick. What's up with you, Sky? Um, I think What's your deal? <laughs> so, Sky, my deal. so <laughs> dude john denver yeah he seems like such a wholesome dude you know i, I just i really like his music <laughs> i'd be like yo play that banjo <laughs> do it now <laughs> uh i think i think i would uh i think i'd go to lunch with Humphrey Bogart and just stay with me there's a okay. <laughs> uh there's this little mountain town uh, a couple hours from Billings called Red Lodge and Red Lodge has this restaurant called Bogart's and it's great and it's one of those places that serves tacos but also sells uh pizza and burgers mm-hmm. for some reason. but it's, it's an amazing about. restaurant named after <laughs> so I think I would take Humphrey Bogart to his namesake restaurant and just like Watched That's him be so cool. The memorabilia of his face on the walls. <laughs> That's good. Okay. That's good. I love that. That's I so, love that. That's base. Yeah. How about you, um, I'd probably go with the the recently dead comedian Norm MacDonald. I don't know if you guys are familiar with Norm MacDonald, but to me, he was like probably he's my favorite comedian one of the funniest people i i think ever and he died he had cancer for like 10 years and didn't tell anybody and i think it seems like he would be a cool guy i don't know necessarily to like be friends with or anything like that but it would be nice to to grab a meal with him because just the way that he delivers like his cadence and the way that he delivers words is like the funniest way to just say words so <laughs> any, anyway probably um, norm mcdonald sounds good i actually actually want to change my answer to something serious um i uh i would probably eat with jeff rosenstock who is oh. he's been like he's been like my idol for really i don't want to say idol necessarily 
but he's been a, like probably the biggest influence on me musically as well as just like a person for like a long time now yeah frozen sock if you're listening bang our line that's all i'm saying yeah so for this last question boom you're on a desert island you can bring one movie one album and one person who and what are you bringing Oh. One movie, one. Wait, what are the wait? One movie and one person. One movie, one album, one person. Oh, okay, okay, okay. So the movie I'm probably bringing is Cat in the Hat, not because okay. it's my favorite movie. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> <laughs> not because it's my favorite movie, but it's it's so good. It's like I watched it with my friend Gunner like a long time ago because we were like, we need something stupid that's bad that we're gonna be able to laugh at. We put it on. And we watched the whole thing and then we turned it off and we were like, that was like genuinely a really good movie. Like we genuinely yeah. really enjoyed that experience. Um, so probably that. And then probably album for me would probably be um, USA by Anamanaguchi. Um, just because the album has like, that's, I, I consider that, it's not my favorite album, but I consider it to be just like a perfectly crafted album. Um, yeah. And then the person would probably be my partner, Leo. Oh. Yeah. All right, good. Mira. Okay, for me, my person will obviously be Connor. <laughs> um, and then my movie, favorite movie, like since childhood is Big Daddy. And then That's a good uh, movie. Yeah, I know, it's so cute. And then oh freaking album is so hard. Uh I would have to say probably Mm, I'd probably say Farmhouse by Fish. That's a very good one. Or literally anything from the Beatles. Mm -hmm. Love them. Right. Those are good. Connor? Let's see. Okay. This is very hard. Well, my person would be Sky as well. We are we are very married. <laughs> as you all know. And we love each other so much. Oh, oh my God. That's so cute. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> what would, oh, gosh. So that's my person the album hmm something from tool no i don't think i don't think you could listen to tool for that just jump off the island if i had to listen to tool for that long i'm gonna be honest i think i would do the album 1984 by van halen because that's just one of my favorites it, it's very nostalgic for me it does, and it's uh, it's very nostalgic. Just kind of makes me think about my childhood and stuff, which is what I would want on an island alone. Um, <laughs> yeah, true. Then, <laughs> gosh, for a movie, movie right? mm -hmm. for a movie, man. You know, I'm I'm having a hard time thinking of like my favorite movie, so I'm just gonna say, um, okay. So there's a movie called The Room, mm -hmm. right? And then. Uh, <laughs> James Franco, or in a, they all like they made a movie about the making of the room. Oh, oh yeah, I don't remember what it's called, but that, know the disaster artist. So hard, I would watch that movie every day. Yep, yep, that's a disaster artist. Yeah, yeah, yes. <laughs> that right. movie was so funny. It's so good. <laughs> all right, all right, you're so, up, yeah. Stephen. Uh, let's see. If I were trapped on an island. For a movie, I think I'd bring like uh, Saving Private Ryan so I could watch and be like, well, at least, at least this isn't this. <laughs> at least my life doesn't suck this bad. Uh, yeah. 
really funny. Album, uh, album, I think I would take, uh, I'd take Viet Cong by Preoccupations. It's, uh, they're like a, uh, sort of a neo, uh, like post-punk bands. And they were one of the first bands that like opened up my taste in good music back in like 2015. Mm-hmm. And it's just sort of a comfort album for me. It's sort of like dreary and gross, but it's, uh, feels good to listen to when I need to pick me up. And, uh, I think the person that I would take with me would be, uh, Nicholas Cage could it be crazy to oh. see him on an island uh, <laughs> I don't think you're the oh, first yeah. person that has given us Nicholas Cage for this answer and the last person mm-hmm. that did that came out he said give me a minute and he came back and he put on a Nicholas Cage shirt hoodie sure. it's uh-huh. just Nicholas wow, Cage's face rocks. all over just plastered my, all over my real answer for that one would be my partner I think but Nicholas Cage would be would be a good choice Even, you have He's to one up that person after one of that person and come out <laughs> like just wait. as Nicholas. You just wait, have to become have to... Nicholas Cage. Yeah. You have to become Nicholas Cage. Is what yeah. He, yeah. Yeah. You have to come out wearing his skin like Hannibal Lecter. I was going to say, yeah. Just... <laughs> you guys. Only one victor. Can yeah. anybody direct me to the Declaration of Independence? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Trevin, you're up. Uh, oh boy, howdy. Um, <laughs> um, man, these are all tough questions. Yeah, I know they're so. Hard. Um, we thought of them ourselves. To, to th- <laughs> I already made that joke though. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Make um, it every time you ask a question. I do actually. Yeah. <laughs> yeah uh for person it would i'd probably have to pick my wife probably that would be the smart choice but well but i have i have two daughters as well so it's like what do i do i pick my wife do i pick my my two girls i don't know i guess i gotta go wife on that one Mm -hmm. so but uh anywho um a movie uh i'd maybe go with like zodiac because it's real because it's really long and yeah and it's 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 long and there is a lot to pick apart and get Mm -hmm. into and so i feel like it would take a while to get totally sick and bored of it Mm -hmm. uh and then uh, i guess for albums i gotta go with uh probably the th- i don't want to say it's full title because it's just a mouthful but the the third uh coheed and cambria album okay <laughs> i think yeah! i, would really, okay. I, think, mm-hmm. I mm-hmm. think i would go with so right. yeah. I, yeah anywho good answers everybody mm-hmm. uh, so as i said that's all the questions we have today is there anything that you guys would like to plug um yeah go listen no, Caleb, we're losing you. Uh, yeah, Caleb. Oh no, you're back. Oh no, I'm so sorry. Wait, am I like back? Okay, like okay, okay. We're good. We're good. Everyone, calm down. Calm down. Calm down. Okay, <laughs> okay, okay. <laughs> uh, listen to the singles from the album if you haven't. Um, listen to everyone that's on our label, Lonely Ghost Records. Uh, listen to our friends that are fellow Billings bands. Uh, listen to Joyce from the Future, Gilda House, Treasure State. Um, 
Yeah, that's all I can think of right now. There are a lot of uh, friends that I could list that are escaping me. But yeah, that's all I got. All right. Perfect. Yeah. Um, I just wanted to add. So the other, <laughs> the other members of the band, like what, like what Caleb said, listen, listen to the album, or I guess the singles from the album, um, and everybody on our label. Uh, the other people in the band have little projects as well, like Caleb and Connor and I. Uh, play in a band called Grey Joy. Uh, we put out an album like two years ago that I listened to recently and I'm like, okay, this is actually pretty good. So <laughs> Grey Joy is the name yeah. of that project. Yeah. Uh, Steven and our friend Jax play in a band called Warden. Um, and they're really fantastic. They don't have any recorded music out yet, but just give them a follow on Instagram because it's free. Um that's all I can think of as well. So, all right, cool. Uh, well, thank you for sound. This guy's been, Hey, I love you. And we have been the good noise podcast.